Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Unsolicited Advice. I'm your host, Jake Sprague, a comedian here in sunny Los Angeles, California, and this is a podcast where I give advice to people that never, ever asked me for it. It's unsolicited advice. Do you get it? And here we are in season two. Season two of my own podcast, and here we are in season two. Ah, yeah, I feel good. It's great to sing the song that changes every time. And I'm so happy to have my guest for this episode, my co-host, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Barry. Season two, kicking ass and taking names. What's happening, oh. Jake? Oh, it's so good hey, to Joe. see you. It's great to see you too, man. I'm so happy to have Joe here. For people who don't know, Joe is an aspiring entertainer, and I think he's just fantastic. <laughs> oh, uh, Joe, where can people find you if they want to check out any cool stuff that you're up to? Uh, I'm not up to anything cool because, you know, the world we live in, uh, Q2 electric boogaloo, as I like to call it. Kitty, get out of sure. the way. Kitty, okay. Um, <laughs> okay, there we go. Joe uh, has a that. cat that is making <laughs> uh, their way in front of the camera. Yeah, well, you know, there's a lot of cords. There's a lot of cords hanging around and the, the cat likes string and cords. So it's really just a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, no, no, I, uh, you know, I'm, I, the quarantine has actually been doing me well. Like I, I got a sleep schedule and uh, I'm back to work now, but uh, managed to write a bunch of stand up. That's kind of like when it says aspiring entertainers, it's like I, I want to do voiceover. That's the dream is to do voiceover. But uh, I've been writing stand up and doing stand up for a couple of years. But it's like, what are you going to do now, given the circumstances? I'm not going to do a Zoom comedy show. That seems just like hell. Like well, I I've done a bunch of them, Joe, and let me tell you, they are not as fun as doing live <laughs> comedy. They are not uh, as fun. Uh, let me let me just say, I did one, no, I did two Zoom meetings for like actual work and coworkers, and it's just like when you have more than two people, it's a clusterfuck. And and oh, sorry about the language. Language? Question mark? Is that a uh, on your podcast? I'm asking. <laughs> Is no, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> language is not okay, and the show's <laughs> done, Joe. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. I don't care. Shut it down. They're they're not gonna they're not gonna take this podcast down, Joe. So you no, can say anything you like. They won't. They uh, refuse to. No, it's just uh, I, I I refuse to do the Zoom stuff, and it's just like uh, you know I, I in the meantime I'll just write material, and I I know how I'm gonna perform it, like. I've been doing this since I was in college. Like, you know, of course, you take a stand-up class, and that kind of gives you that that motivation to want to do it. Not necessarily to learn anything, but it, yeah, and, and you you have to actually perform for the class. So, like, that's what gets you the the oomph. But uh, do a lot of writing at home, and and uh, did open mics out here in Vegas for a while. But it's just like. Hey, you know how you work at a bar? Now you're going to go hang out at a bar with people who are just going to sit there and dick around on their phones for the whole entire time and not really laugh or do anything fun. So open mics aren't necessarily fun either. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I remember doing open mics in Vegas. And uh, it's a lot of, they get set up in a lot of bars. And a lot of bars don't really want you there at all anyway because they want people sitting on the machines, machines. and gambling. Yep. And they have the TVs on and the game is on and it is a bad environment to get people to listen to your terrible jokes. (laughs) That's what I found.
down. But Joe, I'm so glad you're here. I'm sorry that you're not doing any Zoom comedy because it is the future, my man. But you're here yeah. with me now. And we are going to give you. some relationship advice. And I know you're a bartender and you mentioned this to me before. You must give a lot of advice to a lot of drunk people. I was going to say, I, I used to work graveyards, so I would get those people, like, the real sad sacks at, like, 2 and 3 in the morning, you know, because nobody's really out at a bar at 4 in the morning because they're happy. Like, I'm yeah, gonna, it's rare. Just gonna rip, I'm just going to rip that Band-Aid off. Like, I was never <laughs> out at the bar at 5, 6 in the morning, like, ah, I'm happy. I, I just don't want to be home because it's crushing to be alone all the time. Ah. <laughs> Uh, but yes, I do give a lot of advice, um, and I've heard a lot of fucking horrible stories over the years, so I am super looking forward to helping out whoever we are uh, helping with this unsolicited advice. Well, Joe, I think this is, uh, the title of this makes me feel like it's kind of a classic situation. So, our topic for today, my, this is a 27-year-old female, husband, 29-year-old males, assistant, a 31-year-old female, sent oh. him a text asking him when he was going to divorce me. So that is our topic. So the wife saw a text that the husband got from his assistant asking him when they were going to get a divorce. Oh. Yeah. So what's the advice like when should they get a divorce or <laughs> <laughs> well there's more it to it over. joe <laughs> but i i do like to i do like to sit with our title here for a moment because like you i don't know exactly what's coming i pull these when right. they sound interesting and we read through them together so right when i hear that right up top i think that means like one of a couple things either the husband is having a relationship with the assistant the husband is having a relationship with someone else and the assistant knows, or the assistant is privy to the husband constantly saying that he has to leave his wife at some point. So no matter right. what, this the feels very happy. bad. Yes. Right. <laughs> Whatever it is, the husband's not happy. Yeah. Uh, so now I'm thinking, before you know anything, this woman saddles up to the bar. It's 3 a.m., so you know nothing good could happen. And she says, oh... I just saw a text on my husband's phone from his secretary, assistant. She said that uh, he's planning on getting a divorce. I mean, what do you do besides make whatever drink they want? Which is what is what is the common what's the common nothing drink like that everybody seems to order? Uh, for chicks, it's usually vodka soda with a splash of crayon, and for guys, it's just a Bud Light or something lame or Jack and Coke. Um, so Cuba Libre. Um, I love that both uh, both lame drinks for guys. Love them both. Drink, Those are drinks that you drink. <laughs> I love a Bud Light. Love it. Bud. And I love a Jack and Coke. Even though lately, I feel like when I go to a bar, it's been a lot of uh, like tequila soda, or sometimes it'll just be like a, a whiskey I like on the rocks. That's usually what I get. I, I actually quit drinking at the beginning of the year, but well, I quit drinking again, let's say, because I quit for like four years and then I kind of fell off the wagon. Uh, and then my life went into disarray. Uh, oh, when and, you, uh, and you don't have to go in too much into this if you don't want, oh, but when you drink, uh, is it quite bad for you? So, 
there here's the thing is that there's always a, there's always like a a 10 chance that i can turn into the tasmanian devil like mm. it, it, it's you see the wrong the right person or something like that oh i haven't seen you in forever let's take some shots oh yeah yeah and then all of a sudden it's just off the fucking rails and and if there's even that remote chance that i can get to that point it's not worth it uh and and it's just like i i'm you know dionysus the fucking god of wine like i just want to have a good time and oh yeah let's drink more let's drink more and then it just ends up just tail spinning very quickly sure. uh so yeah just not good at it either i'm really good at it or i'm not good at all i uh, i maybe i'm so good that i just need to retire on top that's what yeah saying. Absolutely. You're Mayweather. You're 50 and 0 when it comes to uh, <laughs> drinking too much. <laughs> so, okay. So here we are, Joe. Uh, this wife saw a text from his husband, her husband's assistant. Let's hop into this and we'll find out some more information. Uh, my Kindle recently broke, so I've been using my husband's iPad to read ebooks. His Ooh. phone is synced to it, so his messages show up on it. This morning, I was using it, I know. This morning, I was using it when he got a weird text from her. I didn't open it until I saw the message, when are you going to divorce her? The conversation went something like this. So she obviously, and I feel, I've said this many times on this show, at this point, I feel like you're totally justified into snooping when you see something like that. Uh, so oh, when it I, literally pops up on the iPad in front of you while you're staring at the iPad, like there's uh, there's nothing you can do about that. That's that's yeah, that's carte blanche. To, so to snoop. let me ask you this: before we find out what the snooping text said, Joe, if you're on the iPad because your Kindle broke uh, and you see texts from the assistant, what? At what level do you decide it's fair to open? Obviously, when are you going to divorce her? I think totally fair to open. What if it's just some emojis back and forth, but it's not like eggplant <laughs> water right, emoji. It's, yeah, it's none of that. But it's like, do you open it if it's like sort of not kissy face, but like smiley emojis that feel like, why are there so many of these emojis? Well, now here's the thing is that there are two things that can happen when those messages will pop up. It'll just show you have a message from the assistant or it'll show that you have a message and then show the message. Right. And so, that's like, what clearly happened here is it yeah. showed the message. And and so in a situation like that, I mean, eh, do we have any of the other texts or is it just the when are you going to divorce her? That's the only one we've got so far. It looks like from what comes next, I think she pulls up the text, but I'm just wondering... Because my brain goes, man, if I'm seeing too many emojis, I'm like, what's going on here with all these emojis? This is supposed to be a business relationship. You know people are using emojis to get fucked. So, well, like, that, look, that's actually a thing where people that use emojis get laid more. That's a, that's a fact. Like, I don't know who did the, the research, but I've heard that before in the past. That, I think, yeah, yeah. That, I think that was sta a Stanford study, and it was you yeah. know, widely publicized that the more emojis you use, the more the more sexual you are more it's clear you get more <laughs> so here we go here are here's what the conversation went the conversation went something like this you can uh joe can see but you guys can hear my daughter in the background she's upset uh, because she's not getting as many cookies as she wants but she's adorable Hey, Sorry, she, can't hear me. She, <laughs> she can't she can't hear you and she shouldn't hear you because she needs to stop expecting so many cookies. Here we go. <laughs> the conversation went something like this. Her had another fight. You shouldn't put up with her shit. 
When are you going to divorce her? Him. I'm not. Ooh, I didn't expect this. Him. I'm not. Her. You should. Her. She's using pregnancy to be awful to you. So I didn't even know this, Joe. This is another wrinkle, if you will. Pregnant. This woman Uh, is pregnant, and his assistant is like, you need to divorce your pregnant wife. (laughs) That's pretty wild. You know Um, how you brought a a life into this world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abandon it. Uh, Sounds like my father. Uh, (laughs) This is, is, I I did not expect this at all, because um, I thought when I saw the top here that if she saw this conversation, the husband would at least be saying things like, I don't know what to do. I know my this relationship's really bad. I need to get out, but I don't know how to handle it. Not these conversations of, no, what are you talking about? I'm staying with my wife. I love her, basically. <laughs> I didn't expect this. I here, Here's what I'm wondering, because he said no, but it wasn't like uh, he was still happy. It feels like there may still be some philandering going on, mm. judging by the way, like, he. when are you going to, because like, She's like, when are you gonna divorce her? Because you're already hooking up with me, right? Like that's what I'm. That like, and this is all you know. This is all inference, but like, it, it almost sounds like they've already committed adultery. And the husband's like, I'm not leaving my pregnant wife just because she's being an ass, you know. Yeah. And here's the thing: uh, as far as I'm concerned, when a woman is on either her period or pregnant, she can treat you however the fuck she wants without, you know hitting you being physically abusive like the shit that they go through is just absolutely asinine and that's interesting because i'm always of the opposite take i think it's harder to not have a period but you know <laughs> to each his own fair enough joe uh you I know what have to put up with it <laughs> something something you're saying that i think is right just because he's not uh immediately engaging sort of in the affirmative here of like yeah i, I gotta divorce her just her bringing it up means that they've had a conversation about this before. This is not the first time that right. they've talked about something like this. Also, the husband could very quickly in his brain be like, she's on my iPad. I I think she can see this. Like, mm, he might really... He's covering his tracks. Yeah. Like, he might be thinking, uh, hey, we can't talk about this right now over text. You know, like maybe he would have a very different conversation if he thought his wife couldn't Uh, see it. He might know right away. Um, You know, the paper trail. You got to watch out for the paper trail. You got to watch out for the paper trail, Joe. So, okay. So here was their conversation. Uh, Had another fight. You shouldn't put up with her. When are you going to divorce her? He said, I'm not. She said, you should. She's using her pregnancy to be awful to you. You do realize that. And he said, we're not having this conversation. And she said, we should. And then he said something work-related, and she said, whatever, fine. So you know what? <laughs> I I on, I do think uh, you're right, Joe. They've already committed adultery, probably. Or she knows that he's with other people. Committed adultery, by the way, fun. Because you're uh, not being committed to someone else, but you're still committing to something. You're committing, <laughs> you're committing adultery. To- <laughs> um, uh, you're right. She knows something is going on. And it could be with her. But him saying we're not having this conversation, I think he either knows that he wants no paper trail at all, like you said, or he knows that she could be seeing this right now. Uh, But either way, something very 
serious is going on here. Because if someone texts me and was like, you should divorce your wife or something, my response, I think jokingly, would be like, I'm going to divorce her right now. I, I think <laughs> I would be like, uh, on it immediately. But if someone right. was like, no, seriously, leave her, I would be like, what? Where? What is this? Where is this even coming from? Uh, right. <laughs> you realize I'm happy, right? Uh, well, yeah, nobody brings up divorce if they think the person's happy. Yeah, uh, you should divorce. I mean, Why? It's the yeah. this is the best relationship I've ever had. It's the love of my life. Everything's perfect. Right. Um, as a person who just got engaged uh, a couple days ago, actually, because I, I the the world's so uncertain right now. The only thing that I'm certain about is the person I love, and and that's that's what I've learned out of quarantine. Is like if wait that's a minute, the one thing hold on, take... what, hold wait a second. Did you get engaged a few days ago? Yeah, yeah, I got engaged a few days ago. <laughs> no! I, Why well, didn't the, you mention that to me? I didn't well, know that. I So, like, it was just kind of like a haphazard thing, so I've been talking about doing uh, it. Like, I, I, I want to throw I, a basketball at your head. You didn't tell me this at the beginning of this conversation? No, I also met my estranged half-brother a while back, and, like, there's 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 a bunch of weird shit that's happened since the last time I talked to you. I've actually got All right, a well, right here that, like, there's so much to talk about, but we show. need to talk about advice. This is huge um, news. Yeah, it's pretty solid. You know, I'm happy. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty solid. I didn't know that. Well, congratulations, together, Joe. Thank you so much. Been together for three years, lived together for pretty much almost the entire time. So, yeah, and uh, we were actually going to go up to Boston and just fucking elope because uh, we don't want to have a wedding because I think they're bullshit. And she thinks it's, they're bullshit, too. Like, it's just you spend so much money, you put yourself into debt. Mm -hmm. And then and then you come into this and you essentially had a party for a bunch of people that you never see. I, yeah, I don't want to do that. I'd rather it's have a, a kick ass Hawaii vacation with yes. the person that I actually married, not some rando. Anyways, weddings yeah. are pretty wild in that, you know, people putting themselves into debt to get married. It's just like college, but for love, baby. Exactly. I mean, and 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 the, the the if you ask anybody who's who's had a full blown wedding, like they everybody says, I don't even remember the day like it was just a constant whirlwind of talking to people. And like, I, I don't remember what I ate. I don't remember anything. And it's like, that doesn't sound like fun. Hmm. That sounds like stress. And I yeah, like I think a lot of people are pretty stressed about weddings. I'll also say I don't remember almost any day I've ever lived, if I'm being honest. Like, if I think back, I kind of remember things. But if someone were to recall a day to me, yes, I could go through it. But in general, I remember nothing. Are you still starting out every day with that cocktail of ketamine and rohypnol? Is that what you're like? You just wake up right out of the shoot and chug a pint of, pint of ketamine. So that way you just kind of meander through the day without any knowledge of it is that the yeah i kind of i felt like i needed a morning routine i noticed a lot of people who are very successful they have a morning routine and that's my morning routine yeah so big old glass of ketamine so uh again joe congratulations so if someone messaged you and was like when are you calling off the engagement your response would be like what where is this coming from i need an adult i need an adult yeah, um, uh, you're right. Just the fact that this conversation is even happening means the assistant knows something or is yeah. the two of them are involved, right? Uh, that it has to be. And and 
of course, we are going to find out if somebody confronted somebody in the near future in this, possibly. We, or we've got a little bit more. We've got a little bit ooh, more here. Ooh, um, so taste. here we here we go. My really? husband's assistant. Ooh, I didn't expect this. Uh-huh. My husband's assistant is also a family friend of his. Huh. Not hers, the, though. Not hers. Not hers. They're like siblings since they've Ooh. known each other their whole lives. Uh, oh, no. So. Oh, no. But he said, so, <laughs> so I think this just kind of proves the fact that he knows there's a paper trail and he's just trying to back up because if they're mm-hmm. best friends, yeah. like they've had intimate conversations. That yes. Is, sorry for this wife. I mean, I know this, this is really hard good. because it, it's now the possibility of it not being that the two of them are entangled as, uh, uh, we thought, uh, as we thought yeah. Um, I was trying to think of Will Smith's wife's name that whole time, and I couldn't Jada, do it. Jada, Jada, Jada Smith. As Jada would say, these two might not be in an entanglement, but it seems like the husband is in some sort of entanglement, and this person either knows or is involved. So uh, now that go. it's a family friend, I'm thinking it's. I think it's outside, outside, an outside of the assistant. The, I think it's uh, very real it, possibility. It, yeah. Unless they had, you know, did the assistant and the husband date in the past, maybe? Like, they were really good friends. Maybe they had, like, a little romantic entanglement, but it didn't work out. They wanted to stay friends. It's always Uh a possibility, but, of course, you know, men and women can be friends and never have that interaction. But if this is a best friend situation and they're together all the time... It's likely, at least, that she knows what he's up to. And what he's up to is bad. Yeah. yeah, she's privy to classified information. Uh, and, uh, okay, she's always been nice to my face. I'm honestly shocked <laughs> by the messages, and I didn't know if I should say anything or just act like I never saw them. Do I confront her? Do I oh. confront him? Or should I just drop it? So that's our question, and there's a little bit more. But first, let's talk about, um, let's try to answer her question, sir. Do I confront her well, is her first he- question. Herein lies the problem with confronting it. Well, if he confronts, if she confronts the husband, I mean, there's going to be that automatic uh, assumption of of snooping and betrayal, like on on her part trying to like find something, of when course. in actuality it popped up while she was reading a book. Like, I mean, did it actually pop up while she was reading a book, or did she? Well, like, okay, you know. So fo- follow me on this, Joe. All right. Um, and you can you feel free to disagree with me, but my thought is this: oh, I, I am I'm not, and, and, and please do, Joe. Uh, <laughs> I'm not f- for snooping for no reason, being controlling, being weird, always looking at your partner's phone. That I feel like means that you've got something going on. However, if you feel the need to snoop, it's because you have a feeling something is happening, and if you are confirmed to be correct then I don't really judge the snooping that much because you knew what was going on. Now, again, feel free to disagree with me, but it's almost like, I don't know. I would love to disagree with you, but I mean, like, it's, it's, if it pops up while you're reading the book, I mean, you can't help but see it. And it's just like, you know, and and it's one of those moments where you, you sit there for, you know, probably five, 10 minutes, just staring at the text going like, yeah. Well, I, I, what do I do with this information? Do I, and then you immediately go to, do I just, do I break into his phone? Do I, you know, right. and just kind of, um, 
if you see that pop up, I think you have you have every right to look through all the messages. Uh, I agree, but now, but the what I'm posing to you is, okay. what if she didn't see it pop up, but she mm-hmm. just started to get a very weird feeling about their relationship, and once she pulled it up, her suspicions were confirmed to be reasonably <laughs> I'm, I'm having a hard time getting through this sentence joe but you get what i'm saying yes, she uh, was suspicious and she was right about her suspicions there's something there confront the husband i mean because at this point communication is key that's the one thing about relationships it's just i i mean anything in general it's it all it's all based on communication and that's why you know it When's the last time you had a real job, Jake? <laughs> oh, man, it's been a while because the last job I had, the most real job I had recently, I guess, was uh, because here in L.A., everything's been sort of gigs. So right. I would teach improv comedy. I would be, you know, staffed on a little, you know, web show for a little while. So it's all been gig stuff. The last time I had, like, what I would consider a classic job, uh, I guess, was when I was living in Las Vegas and I worked for mm-hmm. a construction company. That's probably okay. the last time I had a job like that because everything else since has all been gig stuff. <laughs> you can hear my daughter rolling by with her train. So adorable. Um, the I was going to say, it's like you, you, you look at work and you look at how many problems are based on communication, just people not communicating properly. And it's just like, if you're not happy, just get out of the relationship. I I mean, she she already has the information that she needs to take it to him at this point. Why not? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm, what's what's sitting on it going to do? Really, yeah. that like all that's gonna do is sit there and fester like a fucking you know a, a cancerous tumor in your brain, and it's just gonna take over your all and and just get it out, get it out of your system because otherwise it's just, it's gonna turn into cancer. Huh? That's so you say. are of the opinion that if you have a cancerous tumor, you want to get it removed? Because I don't know, Joe. I'm not sure. Maybe you want to keep it, it around. I was thinking that either that or you just feed it a lot of sugar. Smart. All, yes. Uh, all, and it'll grow, and then it'll become its own head, hopefully, one day. Uh, and then you can take that on the road, uh, make a show of it. You know, uh, I'm with you very much in that I think you absolutely need to confront your husband right away. Uh, as far as confronting her, I don't see a much of a benefit to doing that at all, really. Uh, she's not no. in, She's not she, involved in this. It's not her fucking, it's not her circus, not her monkeys, all right? Uh, it's not her fucking deal. I, I say... Just, you know what I love about uh, that phrase? It's not her circus, it's not her monkeys? That feels like a classic thing a bartender would say. I don't know why, <laughs> but that is like, you know... Not my circus, I feel, not my monkeys. Yeah, I just feel like a, a good bartender, which clearly at this point you are, Joe, they have a lot of <laughs> sayings like that, you know? Uh, oh yeah, there's no video. <laughs> You're sitting here kissing uh, the air. Yeah, I'm kissing the air. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, uh, well, sorry, what was the question? We're. Uh, I don't think it, it was just a compliment, my man. Just enjoy it. Oh, take that compliment. Mm. Mm. So Bathe here's it. here's where we're at. Uh, we both think she should confront the husband. How do you think she should do it? What would you recommend here? 
Guns ablaze now. Uh, I definitely maybe do it in public so there can't be an outburst. I mean, it depends. Actually, I feel like don't do it in public because the pregnant woman's more likely to outburst. And I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, you know, uh, given the circumstances of this situation, plus the hormones of pregnancy may or may not, you know. And if she's already supposedly being mean to him, God knows what she's going to do when she confronts him. Although, it, for somebody who's being so sheepish in this email, like, if she's being so mean to the husband, according to the assistant, why is she so sheepish in the emails? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm with you a little bit here. Um, is the assistant as maybe the... over-embellishing the, the, how, how quote-unquote mean the wife is being the well you know joe we're, we will never know obviously this is written from the wife's perspective and in any situation all of these you write yourself as the hero as in, the hero in yeah. anything <laughs> hitler so, didn't think he was hitler joe this is something i always talk about uh hitler, didn't hitler, he, hitler. he didn't even know his <laughs> name was hitler no <laughs> But you're right. Hitler was going around like, isn't it cool what I'm doing? I'm such a cool guy. Like Hitler thought he I'm was such a the good coolest speaker. <laughs> yeah, he was. Hitler was like, man, I'm really getting riled up out there. Uh, you're right. No matter how bad you are, you justify things in your mind. You view yourself as a hero. So we'll we'll never actually know if she's been mean to the husband, though. But you're right. From the way she's talking about this. She found very damning evidence and is still like, should I even say anything? So I don't know how bad she's being, but there are a few, there are a few big things here. First off, she's pregnant. Uh, And I assume it's with his child. That's a big, big situation. I'm assuming. I mean, she's not saying it's not, so I would assume so. Um, I think... This is something that you need to get figured out really fast because you're about to have a child with this person. Mm-hmm. And if there's something going on in the relationship right now, I think you need to squash it. Got to squash it quick. Uh, why have kids? Uh, sorry. Like, I, I know you have a newborn and everything and she's absolutely adorable. Um, but like, it, I feel like these are things, but you and Dana are happy. That's the thing is like, you didn't go into this. I feel like maybe there was some writing on the wall before the pregnancy, or is it the pregnancy that that was the catalyst to, to making the husband distant and or philanderous and or whatever it may be. Uh, I, I just, I can't, uh, I can't wrap my head around it. Like it, it was it going on prior. Was it, I don't know. I just, well, did, did they I bring mean, a, to, did, to, to go to answer a couple of your questions why have the baby because the only way you're allowed to have sex uh, in, in most people's opinion Joe is for procreation okay so you need to understand that right now get it in I your was head Catholic. that's that's why you Catholic. have a baby Joe don't spill that seed you have to do it that way but um I think sometimes in relationships clearly people get married uh, or people have kids sometimes when relationships are at their uh most distanced and strained and they almost think that these big moments are going to bring people together so that could be what happened here but it also could just be that they've been growing apart for a while it could be an unexpected pregnancy um clearly the assistant knows that the husband thinks that she's been awful since the pregnancy right you know so that's 
this feels like one of those moments where the two need to come together like, hey, I saw these texts and I'm really worried about it. But even bigger uh, outside of like, are you with someone else? Whatever is going on outside of that. More importantly, we need to find out why this marriage is clearly making you unhappy right now and what we can do to fix it. Because we're about to bring a, a life into this world that we need to take care of together, you know? And I 100% agree with that. It's it, it just needs to be brought up. Uh, you know, she can go to Kinko's, uh, print out the texts from the assistant, like blow them up, put them mm-hmm. real big on the wall. And then when he comes home and then he's like, honey. <laughs> that's yeah, you, I, that's I do think it's smart to get like a, some like sort banner. of print shop involved yeah. in this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, green bubble. He, Gray bubble, green bubble, gray bubble. <laughs> <laughs> here's uh here's a little I think they're both on an iPhone, Joe. Here oh, is uh here's a little more information. I don't know if this is gonna help us at all. So just for context, we had a dumb argument about pregnancy cravings. I'll admit it was mostly my fault, but my husband has a habit of buying me a small gift whenever we have an argument whilst he's at work to huh, whilst whilst he's at work to try to avoid a second argument, even if we've already made up, which is how I think she knows. I don't think he outright told her. Okay, so she might have seen him buying something and she was like, divorce your wife? Be- you got to stop buying her gifts? I don't even get that. Okay. I, I don't uh, know if that helps us or if that just... <laughs> I feel like that is like a, a character in the movie that needs to be cut out because I don't think right. it really helps the plot. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm scratching my head right now because uh, I... So he buys gifts whenever he gets in trouble, it sounds like, which is yes. solid move. Solid mm-hmm. move. Always buy gifts. Always be yes. gifting. And uh, she... I, I, ooh, I mean, what kind of gifts are we talking? Like, she's talking about pregnancy cravings. Like, is he bringing her treats? Is he bringing her, like, you know, cookies and donuts? Or is it, like, jewelry? Because it if it's be a jewelry, jewel. you have to assume that he's doing something bad if, she's, if he's getting you jewelry. You know? Oh, Co- Joe, I'm understanding what's going on. Okay. Oh, so I, I can make a little ah. more sense out of this. The start of her text conversation with the husband was had another fight. This is in reference to that. She's saying maybe he didn't even say they were having a fight, but he clearly bought me a gift and maybe she saw it. That's why she's bringing up this context of the fight. The fight was about a dumb argument about pregnancy cravings. And I don't even know what this argument could have been, but whatever. Okay, one more piece of information to clarify. No, I haven't conditioned my husband to buy me gifts every time we argue. Jesus, gift thing is important. He's been doing this since he was young, according to my mother-in-law, and does it for every single person he's close to. I've told him he doesn't have to, but he insists that he likes doing it. I only mentioned it in the original post because his assistant also knows that he does this, and we would, and would know we had an argument if he asked her to get something for me. Also, saying oh, he so does it to assistant avoid- is buying the shit. Yes, maybe <laughs> that's what's going on. Buy the fucking gifts for her. So he he like met, called his assistant like, hey, go buy a, you know these little earrings or whatever. And she was like, oh my god, you need to stop this. Just divorce your wife already. So well, it's because he's constantly yeah. going, hey, can you get this? Hey, can you get that? Hey, I fucked up. Hey, can you? Yes. <laughs> he's like constantly just going. <laughs> She's hey, like, you're <laughs> out of money. <laughs> you can't buy anything else. We have no space. I need to buy a pod to put all the shit that you purchased in there. Okay. Yes, that's a lot. 
Joey um, B Tones. So here we are. That's all the information we have, my man. So this is this is it. I know obviously you want to FedEx Kinkos. I think you could even do it with a PowerPoint. But if you want to print it and make it, you want to get it out there, that's one way to do it. Is there any last advice that you would like to give to this situation? And again, I guess you can give it to anyone you want, but the wife is the one asking for it. And she's um, asking for it. <laughs> yeah, she is. Uh, all I can say to the wife is uh, you, and, and it's so hard because you can't, you can't give ultimatums in a relationship because it, an ultimatum is just asking to do the exact opposite. Like, sure. And, but in order, like the, the relationship either with the assistant, I mean, we're assuming he's cheating. Would he admit it even if he did? Yeah. Like that's, I mean, he, uh, we're inferring obviously the adultery because he, there's nothing actually said in writing about that but i she just needs to talk to him and and, and make sure that the relationship with the assistant like uh, wouldn't jeopardize the rest of that because there's a child on board and and unless you're willing to give it 110 percent, you know if you need to go to counseling give go to counseling if you need to i mean these are things that it's just communication it's just talking and it's it, the easiest and hardest fucking thing for people to do but it's easier to just cut and run and and i think it's yeah. just the world that we live in nowadays and and it's and i and i hate to be all like maybe uh but like with tinder and stuff it's like and you are 81 years old Jeff, I, so you have I'm a different frame good. of reference yeah yes uh 1920 32 is what i was born um no but like with tinder it's just <laughs> with with the with we have the scope of the entire world at our fingertips. We have all the knowledge. I don't care about knowledge anymore because I can access it at any time. With 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 online dating, you literally just swipe through a sea of faces and you're like, oh, the next one's gonna come, the next one's gonna come. And you just kind of, uh, relationships seem fleeting nowadays. Uh, mm. Maybe that's my own my own personal, like, cause I, I did the online dating for years and, it was a nightmare. I got stood up, like catfished. It's, it's just, it's not a fun experience. And so you're, I don't you're thinking, given sort of where we are societally or the times right now with relationships, yeah. people have a much easier time just saying, "Screw it, I'm out. I need to get a divorce. I need to. I, I'm going to start cheating. I'm going to start doing whatever." Yeah, I, I think mean, you're. I, mean, I think the, you're right about um, the couple. Look, she needs to obviously talk to him because something's yeah. going on. Even if it's not adultery, he's unhappy, and they need yeah. to do their best to fix it now. Because you're right, they're bringing a kid into this world, and I think the smart mm -hmm. thing to do have that conversation. You know, go to your husband and say, "I saw this. I obviously want to know what's going on and if there's more to it." And even outside of all that, I mean, the, if there is adultery, this could be really tough. But if there isn't, this would be a great time to start working on this relationship. Like, let's oh, yeah. start working right now. Let's be, let's talk more. Let's not do these fights and you buy me gifts. Let's fix this because I want our life to be great. I don't want it to be... Yeah, well, as I say, you definitely have to be proactive. And and considering how many, I mean, nobody wants to bring a kid into this fucking world just to get divorced. I mean, uh, 
uh, there's so much of that. And it's, I will say this much though. Kids are smart. Even at younger ages, kids can understand when parents aren't happy. So, I mean, they can try and, and raise the child, but eventually, you know, the rubber's going to hit the road and they're going to be happy or not. And the kid will know. And that's, you know, talk. They just need to talk. <laughs> that's all I can tell them. I think you're right, talk. Joe. I think you got to talk. Yeah. And I think we talked. Yeah. We talked a great deal. And in doing so, I think we solved it, my guy. I want to thank you so much for being here. Uh, you didn't oh, actually pleasure. point anyone to anywhere they could go to find you. Is there like a social media you want them to follow at all, Joe? I, I mean, if you want to go on Instagram at the legendberry, B-E-R-R-Y, like the fruit, not the first name. Um, yeah, I'm not even on Facebook anymore. I just don't like it. And, you know, elections coming up, so why would I be on Facebook double whammy? I haven't been on Facebook in like three years. And it sucks because, like, I want to do voiceover, but, like, the only way I'm going to get myself out there is with internet. And I don't like social media. I really hate it. It really, you, you've got a conundrum in front of you, Joe. And I think you're going to have yeah. to decide if you want to participate in this world or not, my man. Okay. No. I think no. you need to, you need to get on Facebook. You need to get extremely political and you need to start doing voiceover of every presidential candidate and you need to do it now. Well, and that's the worst. I didn't want to bring up politics because I was like, not that Tank said anything more like talking about that shit. But like, and the worst part is I do a Trump impression, but I don't want, like, I have a Trump joke, but uh, granted, I wrote it in 2016. Uh, but I didn't want to go out of my way to write multiple Trump jokes. It was a Game of Thrones Trump you know, a uh, mashup, but, uh, well, there's that. never more, it's never more timely than right now for a game of Thrones, Trump mashup. <laughs> right. Yeah. It did, did to that 2020. Yeah. After two years after the show's been off here. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, having, having the, I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, pa, uh, Trump. Yeah. It, it's just, <laughs> sorry. The way the no. world's going right now, just, no. I'm all, I'm all discombobulated. You don't need to apologize, and we don't even need to talk politics. I was I was wrapping it up because we solved it, Joe. I was just hoping oh, you could hey. tell someone where to go to find you. You did your Instagram, you and if you want, you can talk with me about politics uh, all you want another time. Yes. You <laughs> son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> Joe, Barry, thank you so much for being here. It's just uh, been absolutely wonderful. That is the podcast for today, everyone. Goodbye. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Hi. Thanks for listening to the show. Also, I hope you have a Merry Christmas. That's right. Merry Christmas. I know there's a war against it. And I'm a soldier on the other side. Forget it. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you really like the show, please tell somebody about it or join our Patreon at patreon.com slash UAPod. That's patreon.com slash UAPod. Thank you. Love you. Bye.